wait, shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 156. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, doing things a little different this week because there's not too much sports news. The only sports news that really happened is exactly what we're going to be talking about in tonight's show. So we're skipping the weekly dump. Weekly dump has been a staple of this show every single week, probably for like 100 episodes. But we're just we're going to skip it this week. We're going to break the streak and we're just going to we're going to go directly into the topics because quarantine is winding down. It seems like at least Jared went golfing today. Yeah, it was great. Which is sick. I mean, that's the best part. Like phase. So I don't know what's going on in New Hampshire, but phase one in Massachusetts. So this is going to come out on uh, Wednesday, May 13th. Phase one in Massachusetts is going to be five days from this episode dropping, which is great. So at least that's like a start, at least a start of things shaping themselves back kind of into what's going to be like. And it's a new normal life. The first phase four in Massachusetts on the little the news block thing picture that I saw of Charlie Baker said phase four is the new normal phase. I don't know whatever the fuck that means. I have no idea what a new normal phase it means, is. It means you all can hang out, but you got to still wear masks and stay social distant. Yeah, which is like, listen. I need life to get back to what it was before because life before was cool. I'm not trying. Like I saw, I saw this ridiculous gym, like gym social distancing modification that somebody drew up and there's like glass stained glass in between every single piece of equipment, which is crazy. Are you guys, are we trying to put gyms out of, out of business? Like maybe like lifetime fitnesses, maybe they can handle buying all that, but these guys haven't been making money in you know it's not getting back but yeah but nick this the world's not getting back to what it was before this anytime soon like oh, you're gonna yeah. look you're, you're looking into 2021 at least before like beginning to middle of next year i and honestly that's just like concerts like concerts yeah. aren't gonna be ready to go until next year yeah it's crazy not we can't get into huge settings but i mean at least i just like i just want to go out to a bar that's yeah, all it's I gonna want be a little to. bit but hey, you can go out to dinner in New Hampshire and sit on the patio at a, at a restaurant. You can't in, go in, in yet. Next week. I'm hoping like the middle of June, early July, we can like go back to bars and do that again. Because I guess I don't know. I don't know shit about COVID, but I guess it doesn't survive well in heat. In well, summer. think about it as a th- in that sense, think about it as the flu, right? It's a, it's a com it's a strand of the flu is what I'm understanding of it. So like. That's why they're talking about the second wave being when it gets cold again, like September, October, because there's going to be a second wave of this once we all start to open up again. So, like, that's why the summer is not going to be a problem, because it's so warm. It doesn't matter. I just need this to go away. I just need to go. It's not going away. I just need to get back to life. I do. I know. And like and that's why even again, I'll call myself out. I was a moron at the start of this whole thing. I was like, yes, this are. is just, this is the bitch flu. This thing means nothing. Fuck this. E- Remember Ebola? That wasn't even that big of a deal. Like, it sucked, but it wasn't huge. Like, this is just going to be another one of that. And this has been wild. This has just, it's it's stopped life. It is crazy. It has just stopped this is gonna life. Become, this is going to be in, like, history book. Well, there aren't really any books in, like, 50 years. But, like, whatever they're learning off of in 50 years in schools, this is going to be a big chapter in that history section. 
Like this is we're living in a historic moment, like the flu and all that stuff, like the like the Ebola outbreak, uh, Spanish flu back in the 20s. Right. Like this is that situation. Right. And like and, and so many people are arguing and screaming right now to get the economy reopened and just reopen everything. There were <laughs> Florida that. sucks. Florida sucks. There are people outside of gyms in Florida who are doing like pushups to get gyms there. Yeah, they were doing squats outside. They were doing pushups. Saw a bunch of people quote tweeting it, quote tweeting it on Twitter. And first of all, saw a bunch of people with the blue check marks all copying each other. One person posted it went viral and then they all just said the same exact thing. But I agree with what they were saying. They were like, these guys are just proving that you can get workouts in without a gym, which is true on I have been working out outside every single day. It's been beautiful. It's been different, but it's been it's been great. And if you're in Florida and you're complaining about that, you guys have beautiful weather all the time. Seriously, stop it. This is it's 50 degrees, 55 degrees here still in Massachusetts in the middle of May. Come on, we're doing it. We're fine up here. You guys have beautiful weather down there. You guys can handle it. But just like to do squats, it's just to do squats and push-ups and show that you can work out without equipment while protesting was just such a Florida move. Yes. It was it was absolutely like and you said it too it's funny because they you you saw those the first time I saw the video I, I thought I was watching like a movie. Like that's what I thought it was and all this stuff feels <laughs> like absurd. a movie. It was but so dumb. Like, you see like what they zoom in like from the chopper feed and like you see some dude like short shorts and a sweatband like doing doing like jumping jacks on the curb and I'm like what are you guys doing? Like just get over so yourselves dumb. go home. You guys aren't going to have a gym for a while. It's not a priority. Like barbershops opens yesterday. Uh, here in New Hampshire, which is weird, but like barbershops open, golf courses open, but like are you guys? Gyms, in, are you guys? Are you guys doing phases? Are you in phase one? We are in phase one. Yesterday was a lot of things. Restaurants are allowed. They had the restaurants do May 18th, and then phase two starts after May 31st, like June 1st. At phase two will start. Yeah, and that's like I guess as far as I think Massachusetts is doing phase one is going to be May 18th, and then phase two. Like the next phase happens if they see a steady decline in coronavirus cases, which yeah. they've been seeing. But who knows once we start reopening things? Yeah, like, ours is all contingent too up here in New Hampshire about like the whole like there needs to be a decline. But they're, they're, the dates they gave were like now through May 31st and then June 1st will kick in phase two if everything's pointing the way they want it to. At least golf courses are like golf courses are open everywhere. And that's all like, I care about. That's it. Like I need just something to do. It gets me out of the house. I had four hours. I was gone this morning and I just played. There are people who are like genuinely pissed at Charlie people Baker. Talking, people are I don't like, get oh, it. I can't believe they open up golf courses, blah, blah, blah. Like they should have done it sooner in mass. Like New Hampshire now. So mass did it immediately. New Hampshire get, pushed it out till like, till yesterday. But the, the fact that, it, that people were like calling for like, like death threats, like, oh, well, good, have fun dying now. Like, well, you're going to be on the golf course. Like, guys, I saw maybe four people all day today. When I was on the golf course, just say, yeah, like, literally, you, if, if you're going to if you can do an activity and keep distance from each other, it's golf. Like I'm, I'm going around these fields in Weymouth and Braintree, and I'm seeing a ton of people out in the fields doing workouts, like playing catch. They're they're not hitting each other like they're not making any body contact, but there's still a lot more people. If you're golfing, if you're golfing and you're on top of everybody, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wildly wrong. That is wildly. not what golf is. No, one person's in the woods. One person's in the fairway. Luckily, one I, yeah, person's like two feet off the tee. Like it's just not meant to be a sport where you're together all the time. Dude, I, I the only time the closest you, I can't the, hit the closest, anywhere near the fairway. The, the closest we get together is when the beer cart shows up. That's it. 
they come over, they bring us the beers, we, we drink a little bit, and then we go back into our balls. <laughs> and and that's that's only if you buy from the beer cart. I mean, oh, if you're, well, yeah. Okay, well, then around your cooler in the back of your cart. Whatever. Yeah. If you got a bunch of Twisted Tees, Twisted Tees are the number one thing that you need when you go golfing. But they buy, like, whole, whole like, 11. And if it's a hot day, I am fucked. I am I can't golf anymore. I'm screwed. I'm porked. I miss golfing. I want to get back out golfing. Maybe I'll do that. Hey, I mean, I'm furloughed now. <laughs> I got plenty of time, baby. I can't even go with you though, which is unfortunate. Why? Different states. Oh, why do they check IDs? Yeah, I, I my ID. So when I don't know about my all golf courses, God. but I we all we all paid ahead of time. And when I got to the golf course, there was a guy at the beginning of the parking lot checking who we were, like what our tee time was, and then I, they asked for my ID. Did you have just to wear to go, a mask just, you golfed? No. Um, just to get into the parking lot. Now, I don't know about masks. Again, I'm in New Hampshire, so I don't know if you have to wear a mask. Mask is probably golfing. stricter. But I had to show my ID just to get in the parking lot. All right, But I can't guys, go golfing with you. Guys, we talk about this every week. Our friends, this show is powered by our friends. The mm. best company when it comes to any men's hygiene. I'm talking shampoo. I'm talking body wash. They've got that stuff. They've got body wash. They've got shampoo. Manscaped. Before mm. we get into the actual read, the we talked about this part last week. I can't get over the stand-up charger. That is so unbelievably you know perfect. It, we talked about it last week, too, how it like it's like stares you in the face and like makes you yeah. use it. I used it, it yesterday. Like, I used it yesterday. You dirty bitch. You dirty bitch. You're walking right by me and you're not going to take me off this charger? Yeah, you're going to use it and you're going to like it. <laughs> Guys, if you're bored in the house, bored in the house, bored. Why not play with your balls? It's a, it's, it's a question scientists are asking. Our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure that your balls are smooth while you and your partner are playing with them. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. While you are probably looking for new things to do at home, why not make manscaping part of your routine? Guys, you can do it every day. You can do it every other day. You can do it once a week. Just get it part of your routine. The ball deodorant, you can do, use that every day. It is unbelievable. It keeps things clean, and it keeps things fresh. I've talked about this a million times. When I was younger, when I was younger, I thought that you had to use little scissors to manscape. You know what I did with those scissors? Jared, I clipped my nutsack. Did. That hurt. No blood. No blood. You clipped. No, no blood. blood. I, I stopped myself. My body was like, dude, my brain was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then Manscaped was in the back of my mind, but I didn't know about him yet. But when I was 13, I was like, there's going to be a company that one day will sponsor my podcast. That is not yet made, but they will sponsor it. And boom, look at this. Manscaped, the trimmer, unbelievable. It's, it's Nick free. I have not been nicked by this thing at all, which is this. The number one thing that I think I want in a trimmer for my balls. Absolutely no nicks. Guys, Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. Precision engineered tools for your family jewels. The perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. This third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology 
Inside the perfect package, you'll find the Manscaped Crop Preserver. This is what I was talking about before. An anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. So your balls don't get crusty and dry. You're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls anyway right now while you listen to the podcast, while you watch the podcast, because you can get the podcast on YouTube. Might as well keep them smooth as eggs and smelling fresh. You ever got you ever look at some nice hard boiled eggs? That's what you want your balls to look like. Well, at least when you at least when they're, you know, when they're hard and tight against the skin, not when they're floppy, because that would be disgusting eggs. Guys. Subscribe to the Perfect Package and get a new replacement blade refilled for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean. For a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag $39 value and the patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. Guys, again, stop this breed right now. I've got two pairs of those. I use those to work out. In my, I got thick legs. I got thick ass legs. You know what those things thick. do? People like that. People like Jerry don't understand. I'm I'm from a thick family, two C's. My thighs they rub together. Those those motherfuckers have chafed my entire life, my entire life. But not with these not with these these high performance boxer briefs. They're unbelievable, guys. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Get the twenty percent off with. Free shipping with the code CouchGuy20 at Manscaped.com. That is CouchGuy20, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, the number 20 at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Guys, again, listen up. This is the part where you want to take notes. Get your pen and paper. Got it. Got it. Cool. Take out your phone. You get notes section in your phone. Don't know if you guys have seen that before. There's a notes section in your phone. You guys can write things down in that. It's very Ask helpful Siri tool. to remind you. you do a lot of Ask things. Siri. You got plenty of tools right now, so if you forget this, you're a fucking moron. You don't know how to use technology. Get 20% off with free shipping with the code CouchGuy20, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, 20 at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code CouchGuy, again, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y, 20. Make playing with your balls the best part of your day. Thank you, Manscaped, for saving everybody's nutsack. And again, Manscaped is the reason why Jared's having a kid in two months. He started Manscaping. You know what his wife started doing? trying to make children that's the power of manscaped couch guy 20 you guys want babies do it right now if you're looking for babies even if you're not looking for babies couch guy 20 20 off free shipping all right first main topic of the show the mlb has got in the game plan to come back and we're not going to talk about this for too long because it's really not too much to talk about the only thing i'm confused about in this plan so it's been approved by the owners the plan is it would start around July 4th weekend, no fans in attendance. And this is all home, I believe. So this is all at everybody's home stadiums. So like the Red Sox would be playing at Fenway, the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, so on. Each team would play 82 games within their own division near nearby interleague play as well. That's the part I don't get. So if we are playing in the home stadiums, if the Red Sox are back at home, when they say 82 games within their own division, is that the regular division? Is that the Orioles, Yankees? No, I think it's just a, this realignment. Or is this mixed-up division that they were doing, that they were talking about? I, I think it's like the mixed-up divisions. Like, I think to make this work, they have to realign the divisions. But see, I, I don't understand. I don't understand because then they, they also note nearby interleague play, which would, take a, which would mean the conferences are still intact. So I don't... I think it's like, I, would the Red Sox just be playing the Yankees, Orioles, Rays, and um, Blue Jays? Yankee, Blue Jays, oh my God. 
would they just be playing those four teams all year and then I hope that, I hope like the Mets? I hope that's not true, but that would the Red Sox are gonna get fucking smoked. <laughs> they'd only beat the Orioles. That's literally all they'd beat. It'd be the, the Orioles. Orioles and like maybe the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays even made some moves this offseason. Yeah, if they have to, if the Yankees have to rely on just playing us, like my lord, the Yankees, Yankees are gonna win like three games. They're gonna win. Oh wait, no, they're, they're gonna only win eighty-two games. They're gonna pull, they're gonna win eighty-two games. Like they're not hey, they're not gonna lose. That's a game. good thing. That's a good thing. There's no team that can beat the Red Sox record from two years ago. Nope. Yeah, suck it. It's in there. Yeah, suck it. Suck it. It's uh, on. And then and then Alex Cora's coming back next year, so it's fine. And then and then Alex Cora's gonna come back. There's a 14 team postseason, um, which I guess is fair because you're not gonna get that last 80 game stretch. Or 100, yeah, yeah, 80 game stretch. Where a lot of teams like make their push. Yeah, like there are a lot of teams who will be, I don't know, second, third place, and then they'll jump up the they'll jump up the standings, and they'll end up being a playoff team. So I guess that's fair. Four wild card teams. I don't know how that's any different. So four wild card teams. Does that mean ten? Does that mean ten division winners? I mean, how many divisions are there? Not 10. I mean, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, there's a lot of, confu- I'm, I'll be honest. I'm confused all around. I'm confused. Yeah, full, full transparency, everybody. Nick's confused. I know it doesn't, a lot of, I, it just, I'm confused. I don't understand any of this, but a 14 team postseason, fine. Universal DH. I love that idea. This is I, exactly I want them to do it so bad because it means I think from this point on we're probably going to have it. Yeah, because like, that was they're the just using now to implement it. Yeah, look, look, Universal DH. I think it is crazy that we're not doing the Universal DH now. I don't want to see Rick Porcello hit. I know everybody's like, oh, but remember Rick Porcello in 2018 against the Nationals oh. with the bases loaded? I don't care. There, but you for know the who I did want to see. You know who I did want to see hit though? Who? Bartolo Colon. Okay, well, besides Dude, him, break. for the most part, pitchers suck at hitting, especially in the American League. So when you go down See, to the when you go down and play National League, I, I don't care about the strategy. But all these old time baseball people, they are the reason why the sport's dying because they just do not want this to be fun. They don't want explosion. You're telling me if if we want pitchers batting, we're not gonna have a guy like David Ortiz. Old timey baseball people, re- remember, Korean baseball is the template. Bat flips in baseball is electric and designated hitter. That's it. Bat flips, Korean baseball, battle scar Galactica. That's it. <laughs> it's, that's it. So the, this is, this is the part that is holding things up right now. Cause the MLBPA is not wild about the revenue plan. The owners are proposing a 50, 50 split on revenue with the players. And I mean, let's make this very obvious. Cause I feel like it's going to go over a lot of people's heads. The only reason why this story is out there right now before they talk to the players was so the owners can be, once the players turn it down, because 50-50 revenue split. I, Tony Clark, I think it was Tony Clark who said it. That's basically a salary gap on the players, which, I mean, yeah, Tony, it's going to be different this year. Um, the, MLB, the MLBPA has to be a little, they have to budge a little bit on some things. But yeah. the the 50-50 split is what the players just, they're not, wild about that which i get but then again i don't because if we if we things you have to alter your pay for this specific season this is an unprecedented season and again the main thing i'm trying to say here is the owners put this out 
because the owners wanted to look like, hey, we tried. The players are the ones who aren't willing to negotiate with us. The the yep. players are are the main reason why we're not able to play this season. That's why the story's out there. Yeah, I agree. And look, overall, I think the league comes back because especially because of the summer and it's their season and they're gonna they're gonna see a massive decline in, in coronavirus. I think they're gonna need it. Then they need it. They need the money, I, especially next I don't season. Think, I don't think the other leagues are actually gonna come back though. Like, I'm starting to get worried that the Bruins lost an incredible team. Like the Bruins probably would have gone back to the Stanley Cup final if this. The Bruins were the happened. best team in hockey, and in it ho- wasn't debatable. No, and it wasn't even close. Like the they were up decent on points too. Like if anybody got screwed at all, it's the Bruins. Like the Celtics, Bruins, honestly, the not a bad thing. Here. Like if the Celtics season gets canceled, it's whatever. They weren't gonna win. Like it's fine. They proved that they can you do don't well. Know. Like, okay, they might have gone to the Eastern Conference Final, had a chance, but, like, the Bruins were like, okay, I'm going to drop you in the Stanley Cup Final and see who you're playing. Like, that's where I, my head was at with the Bruins. Now, would I rather them play without fans to get a cup run than not at all? Yes, because I think the Bruins deserve a chance. But it doesn't. It sounds like there's only, the only way they're coming back is if they don't have fans, but not a lot of players are happy about that. There's... I honestly thought that all three leagues were going to come back. I think the I think the NFL for the most part is going to be fine, but I honestly thought that we were going to get all three leagues back in some capacity. But right now, it only seems like the MLB is going to come back, and that's only if the MLBPA figures this thing out with the payroll. Because if they're not happy with the 50-50 split and the owners aren't going to budge on that, we might even lose baseball. Yeah, I, I need something, Nick. <laughs> Nick, I need something because I, I love Korean baseball. It's great. It's awesome. But like, I need some live sports. Especially I can't watch that till 4 a.m. every night. I can't. Think that too. Think and think about like just TV watching in general. Like we've all been home already for like a couple months now. All these other, sh- all these new shows that are getting released, like they can't shoot anymore. Like there's no more production. Like no. they can't, they can't tape more episodes. They can't do anything. So all you guys are like, we'll just watch Netflix. All those Netflix shows that that need no episodes, like they can't be taped right now either. So. Well, even there's like there's a TV show that my girlfriend watches. It's called The Blacklist. Their season, they're gonna be doing animated. They're gonna they're gonna be doing an animated season. Are they really? Or at least parts of the season. Yeah, because they stopped filming. We had and I watched, like but from what I've seen from the show, you can't do that show animated. It's gonna look yeah, like ass. Not, I've seen it. It's not. It's weird. I, I we we watch shows too. Me and the wife on like like some network TV shows. And some of them were like, we had to, we couldn't finish the season finale because we were in production. So our what was going to be season finale is now going to be the first episode of next season whenever we can start shooting again. And it's like, it's crazy to think about that. And you don't know when this is all going to be over. Now, maybe they can rush and get stuff done in the summer. But my guess is that there's really no TV shows on even in the fall. Well, we got some drama with Tom Brady again. Which... Listen, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, if Tom Brady just came back to New England, we would have so little news to talk about. But this, perfect. Thanks, Gary Myers, yesterday, tweets out, drops a bomb. So we record on Tuesday, May 12th. Gary Myers, oh, Twitter, why are you reloading now? You son of a bitch, what are you doing? Gary Myers looks like a big old nerd. I'm on his Twitter page right now. He was on Zolak and Bertrand of 98.5 The Sports Hub. So yesterday... Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he drops a bomb talking about 
Brady's Tom Brady's relationship with Josh McDaniels, which for the most part, like me and you, same page, everybody on the same page. It always seemed like Josh McDaniels and Tom Brady were brothers. It seems like when there was the rumors that I think have some weight to them, that Brady and Belichick didn't really get along near the end. It seems like Josh McDaniels was the buffer between the two. Yep. That he was that he was best friends with Brady. They had a they had a great relationship. Well, Gary Myers tweets this out yesterday, May 11th. Hard to present an order of why Tom Brady didn't want to return to the Patriots, but one thing has been very much overlooked, according to an excellent source, and he has hammered this, hammered this over the past day and a half. He is all in on this source. If if we knew who this source was, nobody would be doubting it. His deteriorating relationship with offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels, Tom was worn out by Josh after all of these years. That surprised me. They made... They made seem, and this is all just broken English. I don't know if he was just trying to fit a word count here or, or a character count. They made seem they were brothers fighting after sideline blowups. Worse than that, Brady also wanted more input into the game plan. Also, he knew it was final season in New England and said that when he didn't trust his wide receivers, didn't throw to them. Bad luck. Pats lacked reliable wide receivers other than Julian Edelman. So Gary Myers drops out yesterday, and that caught me off guard. That caught me off guard because for years we've been like, hey, listen, Tom, Tom and uh, Josh, they're they're boys. And then Tom Brady tweets out and tries to refute this. He takes a screenshot post on Instagram story. So he says, please stop this nonsense. Please be more responsible with reporting. 19 years together and brothers for life at real Josh McD. So after all that, do you buy in? to this report that Brady and Josh McDaniels' relationship was deteriorating. No, I don't. I, I think oh, someone I 100% wants— Oh, I do. See, I don't. I mean, like, deteriorating, sure, because he probably got sick of the same defense, like offensive coordinator. And I partially believe that, you know, Bill and Josh were like, okay, we know this is Tom's last year, so don't let him get too involved. Like, we need to figure out what was good for us as a team. And if you want to start changing the playbook, no, because he doesn't want to be here, right? Like they, everyone, I think everyone in the building knew that was Brady's last year. I, I think, I think we've all kind of discovered that at this point. You look at the McDaniel's thing. I, the only reason why I actually think it's true is because Brady came out hard and defended McDaniel's, like in that Instagram post. Like it was such a quick turnaround time, and he like made sure to screenshot the article, tag Josh McDaniel's to like save face. In my head, I'm like. That's you've never actually expressed any kind of support for anybody think, like this before until this now comes out. And they're like, now Brady, in my head, looks at this and might go, oh, wait, how do they know about this crap? No, Josh, I love you. Like somebody close to Tom, I think, slipped. And the main reason why I bought into this, because when I saw Tom's Instagram post, I was like, OK, well, maybe it's nothing. But somebody that for the most part, when he says something about the Patriots, he's in tune. I take it for what it is. I take it for, I take his word for it. So Chris Gasper, formerly of the Boston Globe. Now he's on TV. He's on the news. Channel 5. Okay. Chris Gasper quote tweets it and goes, 22 hours ago from now, Gary is dead on here. The professional personal relationship between Brady and McDaniels was more strained than publicly portrayed. A source told me Brady found it frustrating that Josh wouldn't install plays TB12 wanted in the game plan last season. It felt like a phasing out. So to me, it sounds like kind of like what you just said. Josh was like, listen, Tom, 
you're not going to be here going forward. We have wide, we have young wide receivers here who are going to be here going forward, Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers. We're going to be focusing on the future here, and we can't just take your plays that aren't going to be in use next season. Yeah, so you it can't felt teach, like Brady he basically just that Josh was like, no, we're not doing that for you. Yeah, no, because you think about, like you said, the young kids are a great example. Nikhil Harry, Edelman can do whatever, but like you have these young guys who barely can handle the offense as it is, and then they want to put Tom Brady's plays in, and it's like, but Brady, they need to learn the actual offense, not your offense. You're going to do whatever you want next Especially year. They're actually going to be, be here. They're going to be here next year. You're not. So we need to figure this out. Like, you know how to run our offense. You still have control, but, like, we're not putting new, like, shit in for you in terms of plays when they're going to be – they're not going to be here to run it because we're not going to run this without you. It's absolutely moronic. I think it's crazy for people just to, to just brush it off. Because for any time there's a negative story about the Patriots, people are just so quick to say that's not true. Well, Seth Wickersham, and I was on the on most Patriots fan side with this one, when the Seth Wickersham article came out that there was turmoil basically in the halls of Gillette Stadium between Belichick, Kraft, and Brady in uh yeah, and Brady. I was like, I don't buy into this. I don't think this is, I don't really think there's too much weight to this. And oh, then as boy, it turns out, there was friction. <laughs> there was a lot yeah, of friction. And lot of friction. I and I get it. Look, we talk about the we talk about the Brady Belichick relationship, the marriage for the past twenty years. It's gonna it's gonna sour. Mm-hmm. There's going to be there's gonna be friction near the end of it. Okay, it's been a long time. Especially Dude, Brady's dad especially said game, like look, four or five years ago that like they was gonna end badly. Yeah, and Brady's yeah. dad's never it, been wrong in anything he said. I wouldn't be shocked if Brady's dad was the friggin' source here. That guy can't stop talking. No, God, he loves talking. He loves sp- Tom Tom Brady Jr. Is he a junior? No. Then why do we call him Tom Brady Sr.? Maybe he is. I didn't think he was, though. I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. But anyway, people just ignore the fact that Josh has been there forever, too. And before Josh left for the head coaching jobs with 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 Denver, before his other head coaching jobs, he was also with the team. So Josh yep. and Tom have been together for a long time. So it might be a brother relationship that I we I kind of feel like we're just dismissing here in this tweet from Gary Myers. But you also have to think, like, these guys have been together for so long that at some point they're not going to want to work together anymore. They still may love each other. They still may basically be brothers. But there comes to a point where your professional relationship, you're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. You're not going to – especially if Tom's been so used to having his balls coddled by Josh McDaniels. If Josh looks at him, takes his hands off his balls – it goes, hey Tom, I'm not doing this for you anymore, bud. I'm not, I'm not funneling your nutsack anymore. We have to well, worry about future. Let me go grab Nikhil's nutsack. That's what he's saying to him. Nikhil now. Yeah, yeah, Manscaped.com, CouchGuy20 for 20% off, free shipping, easy. Tell Nikhil Harry that. Josh McDaniels is gonna be funneling his balls now. Jared Stidham, easy. Guys, if Josh is no longer catering to Tom, Tom's gonna be pissed. So yep. that's I would not be shocked if that's where a majority of this is coming from. Yeah. If anyone if this is this is this is from someone close to Tom though. Like this doesn't this come is, from a this team. Is, this is a slimy snake. This is a, this is someone in Tom's camp that Tom read this and went, "All right, who the fuck are we going to beat up?" Yeah. Probably like that's it. Chat, like what the fuck is this? Who said yeah, this? Like, who said and then he probably like, he could probably count on like three fingers who he actually told this to. So he like he's like, "Well, tools. not mom and dad. Now what?" Oh well, you can't you can't rule out you can't rule out dad like we just said. That guy does not know how to stop talking. True. Okay, not mom. That's certainly not mom. She does. It was know. Kevin Euclid. They're family, right? Maybe it was Uke. Uke. Oh, that would be awesome if Uke leaked this. It'd be beautiful. Uke. Ugh. 
So we imagine just talked Ju- about the Imagine future. if Jules leaked it. Imagine if Jules leaked it. That's what oh. I'm saying. If Jules leaked oh. it, that would be juicy. And if yes. we got if we got confirmation about that, that would be so juicy. Anybody knows anything, just, just drop a line. Let us know. Shoot us a quick DM. DMs are open. Our DMs first are always open. Yeah, DMs are always open. Just shoot us a DM. Let us know. If you guys can confirm this, we would like to know. I've only got Red Sox sources. I need Patriot sources. Jules, if you're listening and you want to confirm, just slide Julie in. Julian Edelman, huge fan of Couch Sports Podcast. We know you're listening right now. If you need to, just shoot us a DM. If you know, if you know anybody, if you know who is leaking this information, just just drop it to us. Just let us know. Quickly. All right, we just talked about the future. Let's go over this quick, and we'll end up we'll end the show here. Patriots schedule dropped. Hmm. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's like the worst year to not have Brady. I'm sorry. I love. I'm, I'm, it's, 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 not good, it's not good. Imagine being a first year quarterback and you're trying to take over for Tom Brady. You're trying to be the next franchise quarterback after the greatest run in sports history, the greatest 20 year run in sports history, and you're the next guy in line, and you have to deal with this. So, real quick, Dolphins, Seahawks, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, 49ers, Bills, Jets, Ravens, Texans, Cards, Chargers, Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. Nice now, work. I'm not even up. The divisions aren't even guaranteed anymore. So, like, no, it's not. And so, that's my, that's part of my main problem here. You look at this and you start with the Seahawks' second game in prime time. The second game on the road. Prime- is that game on the road or is that game home? Um, it's on the road. Yeah, it's in Seattle. Yeah, they're in Seattle. Game two. Welcome to the fucking league, Jared Stidham. Welcome Seriously. to the league. See, so let one by one, Dolphins at home. Oh, we're going. Game we're one. doing this. Do it right now. Way too early predictions. Dolphins at home. Okay. Dolphins at home. They're winning. Keep yeah, track. to win. Keep track. All right, hold on. You're, you're not. I'm. Let me use the notes section in my phone. Yeah, guys. New new note section in the in the phones. Use them. They're brilliant. They're Second great game, things. Seahawks in Seattle. Oh, that's a loss. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a loss. Raiders at home. John Gruden and Derek Carr. The dumpster fire. Uh, that is Oakland. Or actually, no, time Vegas. Win. Big time Vegas win right there. That's a big dub. That's a big dub. October 4th, game four, away in Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, that's a loss. Kansas City Chiefs. A hard loss. Super Bowl favorite Chiefs. They are gonna fucking listen. I we've Dude, got the Chiefs are gonna win again. The Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl again. The Chiefs are gonna be nasty. Broncos. Uh, win. I win. think that's a win. Okay. So as it sits right now with me, I'm three and two for the Patriots. They're five. Me too. Me too. The Niners. Which, honestly, not bad. Not no. bad. No, not horrible. <laughs> Niners. Um win. I think that's a win because Bill's Bill knows who. Bill knows what to do with Jimmy. Jim, yeah, that was Jimmy G, 100%. And Bill, by then, Sidham's got five Jim, games yeah. under his belt. Yeah. Bill's away. I uh, lost. I think that's a loss, too. Four and three for me. Actually, we're on the same page so far. We're on the same page. <laughs> the Jets in New York. Let's see, now this getting tough. I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna, taking that as a win because the Jets are such a garbage franchise. I'm going to go win only because all they have is Sam Darnold. And the Patriots, guys. Yeah. People are forgetting the Patriots defense will be good. Like they still the have a pretty good team. Yeah. And they picked up some youth. They'll be fine. Like they're not going to be a garbage team. So like, if you think we're giving a lot of wins here, like they're not going to win two games. That's it. 
the Ravens at home. Prime oh, that's, a that's, that's a loss. That's a loss. It's a hard loss. Might not even be close. Texans. That's going to be a joke. Texans in Houston. Uh, win. Win. Because Billy O'Brien Billy OB sucks. right in his mouth. And they trade all their talent away. So <laughs> The Cardinals at home. Loss. That one's tough. Loss. Because I think Kyler Murray is going to have a ste- he's going to step up this year. Well, and he just he got weapons. He got, he he got, got the Hunter Hopkins. I think that's a loss. And who'd they just Chargers. draft? Who'd they just draft? Um, I don't know. Get a wep- they drafted someone for him too, so they're talented. It's fine. Chargers in Los Angeles. Who's their quarterback? Uh who they they drafted? Um, It'll be John Herbert then, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, it's yeah, Herbert. yeah. They yeah they drafted then it, Herbert. Then it's a win because Belichick doesn't lose to rookie quarterbacks and he'll be playing by then. They're staying in L.A. next week. Four days later. Yeah, it's a Thursday night game. Oh my God. Okay, so they're just gonna stay in L.A. I would assume against the Rams. Ah, uh, that's a win. Did you also see the Rams are? Pissed I think that's about a win. That? The Rams are pissed about that because. Oh, because they don't have the Patriots don't have to travel. The Patriots are like in L.A. and they don't have to travel, and the Rams are on the road the week before, obviously because they have to be. And so they gotta travel more. And they get a chop more than the Patriots do, and they're the wet, they're the East Coast team. All right, Miami Dolphins away in Miami. That's a lot. Big fat loss. Yeah, uh, I'll chalk up as a loss too. Bills at home. Uh, they'll win that one. Win in Jets away. Win. Okay. So what's the final record there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten and ten and six. six. Ten and six. <laughs> Ten and six, I would be totally fine with. And honestly, on the that's CLS a playoff media, team now. That's a playoff yes. team. The CLS Media Patriots roundtable. I came up with a nine and seven record because I also gave them the loss against Houston. So if you get a yeah. ten and six record, which honestly I think the Patriots can do, Guys, even the, nine and seven wouldn't be that disappointing. <laughs> no, and if you can squeak into the playoffs, that's great. That's perfect. You can give Jared Sidham that confidence. I think Jared Sidham is going to be fine. But this is a tough schedule. It's going to be a tough year to evaluate. Ten six with ten and six with this schedule, and that was the one thing too that I, I, as soon as I looked at this schedule, and this is honestly, this is the first time I've gone through this. I haven't done it yet. I look at this schedule and go, unless he really sucks and they win like two games, you can't judge Stidham off of one season because the schedule is brutal. No, like and if ten really and six sucks. this year is like twelve wins in most seasons. And if he really sucks, you put yourself in a somewhat decent position to draft Trevor Lawrence to be your next guy. If yeah. it really looks if, like if, if the Patriots really are within like, like 10 be the guy. Yeah, if the Patriots are within like 10 picks of getting they'll trade up for Trevor Lawrence if they need to. But again, they're only going to bail on Stidham if he looks awful because it, this it, schedule it, is they believe so in him. brutal. They think he's the guy? I think he is too, to be honest. Like I think he is too. Um I have every confidence in the world that Stidham's the guy because they believe him. And they believe in Garoppolo, and he's fine too. What do you think, Bill? Do you think Bill would trade right now if if the 49ers call was like, "Hey, Bill, Jimmy for Jared Stidham, straight up." Yes. Oh my Take God. Yes. Deal? Oh my. See, I don't. God, think, I don't think he does. But I think he wants to shove it up Tom's ass and be like, "Hey, guess what? I drafted your replacement twice. Jimmy could have I been mean, your replacement. I had traded him." Why, the only reason why I think he, the only why he wouldn't is the age thing. Like Stidham's super young. And Garoppolo's not that young. So yeah. you can get what? If if Stidham pans out, you get 20 seasons of Stidham if he's good. Yeah, 15 to 20 years. Like, that's fine. I'll take Stidham. If, if Bill found the next franchise quarterback in the fourth round, 
Bill, the year after, and, and mind you, the year the, the year he knew Brady's last season was going to be his last season. No, see that also puts it in a. We don't really talk about this a lot, but like clearly Bill knew it was going to be Tom's last season. He took another young quarterback, gave and him a year under Brady, ready to make him starting quarterback, and he was ready to make him the starting quarterback. He knew what he was doing when he drafted Stidham. I'm Patriots. getting me a Stidham jersey this year, baby. Let's do it. I don't think I'm going to do that because those are expensive. But this Patriots schedule is fucking wild. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, 156 in the books. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally. Guys, we're going to be back next week for another episode of the Couch Guys Sports Podcast. Guys, subscribe on YouTube, rate and subscribe on iTunes. You guys can also get the show on Spotify as well and SoundCloud, which is where we post it, which is where the RSS feed sends it out to all the other mediums that we post the show on. And also, guys, CouchGuysSports.com. We've got a ton of blogs going up. I've got two... I'm going to be approving three writers today to be added onto this website. We have had Let's so many go. new writers, so many new writers. The Couch Guys Sports Marks website is better than ever right now. It is cranking. So, guys, check out the website and maybe look out for a merch store down the line. That's going to be I mean, real. there is one. There is one. They can use there it. There is one right now, but we're making a new one. We're and revamping it. So, don't worry about it. We'll let you A lot know. of revamping going on. Nick Qualia. Jared Scally, guys, we're going to be back next week for another episode, episode 157, to be exact, of the Couch Guys Sports Podcast. And also, shout out to our friends at Manscaped. Guys, again, code COUCHGUY20 at checkout for 20% off with free shipping. Guys, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, and thanks for watching. Oh, wait, shit.